pull up. Okay. Something missing. I see drinks. I see hookahs. The headphones. Hmm. Who? The heck missing? Got it. Got it. Wait one second. Hey, DJ, play something for me real quick, dog. <laughs> yeah, highlight. Don't forget the real, though. Yeah, yeah. I bet you won't turn me up. What's that you bumping? It ain't vibing hard enough. No, hey, no. Check my playlist. Guaranteed you ain't here talk. From the indies to the mainstream. Bringing all the stuff. Music talks. Fred Dwayne. What you mean? Run it up. Run it. Run it. Pass that. Ox. Pass that. Slow it down, slow it down, people, people, people. What's happening? What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest audio musical podcast of all time. I'm talking about none other than Path the Ox. Ladies and gentlemen, what's happening? It's your boy Dwayne, man, joined by a bevy of people on today. Y'all know what it is, man. Start with the favorite crew in the building, man. Ladies first, because, you know, that's what we be around here is gentlemen. You know, you see the infamous head. Now, nah, I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen, the queen of classics. Miss Boozy Thugger and my one, two favorite cousin. I'm talking about none other than Janine. What's up? Hey, guys. Good evening. Good evening. How are you, cousin? I'm lovely. How are you all? Phenomenal. You already know how we do, man. Well, speaking of phenomenal, I'm talking about one of the hardest working men in show business. I'm talking about, you know, the guy that like to come through, speak his mind every single time. And he's my favorite, one and only. You already know. <clears throat> Say it with me, people. The critique of Mwah, Chef's Kiss Artiste. I'm talking about none other than Mr. Derek Myers. What's happening, sir? What's going on? What's going on? Man, you already know, man. We we here here, dog, and we we be joined by a very special guest on this evening, man. You know we love when we got guests. You know we love when we got guests with us, man. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome for the very first time. Oh, let's see if we can get an intro going for my guy. Let's see. This man right here is. Uh, <clears throat> he is a showrunner, showgunner, straight out of the Midwest. I'm talking about none other than Michigan, you know what I'm saying? And of course, we can't forget one true, the one true <clears throat> scientific method himself. Yes, I'm talking about Mr. Scientist, straight on the West Coast. I'm talking about my guy was Hadney. Chris. Hey guys, my name is Arnold. Oh, Chris. Uh, I'm joking. No, I'm Chris. What up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Mr. Robinson? How you feeling? Man, I'm I'm uh feeling good, feeling great. In fact, I'm I'm feeling great, feeling good. How are you? Hey, mm. how are you? You see it? You see it? Y'all see what it is, man. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, 
got a lot to talk about with y'all today, man. And as you can see, we got a full loaded squad, man. So only one way to really do this, y'all know how we like to do it, man. So we just go into it, run straight up, dog. It's a music podcast, right? Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, we here to say what's been in your ears. So, uh, peeps, what y'all been listening to, man? Um, so I've been listening to a whole lot of stuff. I'm going to try to keep it till maybe four or five. Um, Megan Stallion dropped the single Flamin' Hottie. I listened to it for 20 seconds and turned it off. Not saying it's bad. Just <laughs> I might need to run it back when the hotter months come. But it just wasn't, mm. you know, on first listen. And it was underwhelming because we expect for Megan to drop something. We expect for Cardi to drop something that's going to be like a girl anthem. And maybe that's what that was supposed to be. And it might still be. I just need to run it back in a couple months. Um, but her song with Shansia Lick has been on a repeat. It's great. I think Derek's prediction, our last episode of Shansia having a really big year this year was pretty accurate. We see it happening with her two features on Donda. Um, this, this mainstream, I guess, single with Megan, um, the signs are there. I will say, Shansia, I was watching a lot of her like freestyles and like a lot of interviews she did. And I feel like this song doesn't display her talents the way that it should. And I think it's so sad that as a female rapper, artist, et cetera, you got to kind of dumb down your skills and start talking about the cookie looking and the ass shaking and stuff. Um, so I hope that her talents and what she can really do doesn't get lost in the sauce. You know what I mean? So. That's that's been my biggest complaint with uh, female MCs for the longest time. Like, because you remember I said that about Megan, said that about Nikki. Like beginning, they were like fire, and then the lyricism just kind of like went out the window when it came to making an actual album. So, which I'm hoping again, I'm still hoping Meg does not. Uh, throw that lyricism out the window for the next project I, that that first project cool but wasn't well, lyrical if i can interject um in defense of nikki i've never thought of my sideburns being attacked like that so that was pretty creative <laughs> so much so that i actually had to cut them off that uh did the real number on me my goodness woo <laughs> no, but I, I feel what you're saying. No. Um, I, I, no, I think that's super legit because when it comes to uh, women NCs, female NCs, uh, some people have an aversion to the word female, uh, even though they like the word FMC. I don't know. I'm not here for logic. Um, one of my more like, <laughs> no, favorite spitters for real, for real, that was uh, Jean Grey uh, coming out of the clique with Talib Kweli and I actually thought she was like the hardest spitter in their group. I actually liked her better than Talib. Um, and she wasn't like highly sexually charged. It was like just bars. And it's the same reason why like I love watching certain women in battle rap. Like when official is really cooking, official is tough. Like Jazz the Rapper like really be spitting and everything isn't like, yo, look how many things I can do with the same body part. It's like we have a gamut of things we can run through lyrically, 
and these bars are available for the microphone and they don't hold back and and that stuff can still sell too mm-hmm. like who was uh bahamadia yeah, especially you say old school man like bahamadia spit ting yeah. bars flow like melodies like the rhythms you know that's what i think made rhapsody so refreshing when she dropped mm-hmm. you know because i think uh there was kind of some some likeness of her to like a queen latifah to some people mm-hmm. mm. i agree with that i agree with that i i, I hope she said uh was able to do it because those you saw you saw that one she did with uh with flex yeah retard yeah. she is like mm. another level but and see the thing is I, like i don't even have a problem with with them still like talking about sex because what rapper doesn't talk about sex yeah because i've been it, listening to this <laughs> But you it's know. nasty. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want your rhymes to be cheeks, then don't rap about them. Well, well, <laughs> I'm playing. Let me stop. No, but I mean that that's the thing, though. Like, it, it, I, like I'm fine with with them still talking about sex and all that stuff, but I don't want that to be like the main thing that they have to sell their music on. And I think that's what cheapens uh, uh, their lyricism, but also cheapens their creativity in terms mm-hmm. of their mainstream uh, music. Because whenever you go to look at these freestyles, <laughs> yeah, they're among the best lyrically. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know why, but hopefully we can get we can get to a place where that's not not a problem anymore. Hopefully, we'll, we shall see. We shall. Case in point. All right, press. Um. Yeah, I love it. Well, um, I'm on a lighter note. Uh, <laughs> I've been, I was watching a lot of Justin Timberlake videos as well from um, 2020 and from Future Sex Love Sounds. Mirrors is a beautiful fucking song. And yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like now that I'm older and I'm listening, I'm like, he did that. Now in the video, am I the only one that feels like Justin Timberlake's a little more stiff than what we would like to remember him as? Like his yes, dance. I mean, yeah, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but he, oh, but I removed myself from that. He was supposed to give at the time. I mean, so respect. I love Justin Timberlake. Do you remember that? Um... I think it was a Jackson Five uh, uh, reunion. Reunion mm-hmm. that that Michael and had his Usher, own set. Michael, mm-hmm. Michael had his own set, and but but Usher came out and danced, and then mm-hmm. didn't Justin Timberlake dance out there with him too? Yep, sure did. I think it was all in sync. I think possibly. I know Justin for sure. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah you you can see how stiff he was. <laughs> that in comparison to in you know comparison. what I mean? But, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, everybody I ain't able. I can't dance either, sir. So at least he made it look good. Hey, I, I don't claim to be on that level. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But you could. I could. I have the ability. Yeah, I have the ability. And I think there lies the yeah. the problem and the solution. 
<laughs> this is not your main job, but you could. <laughs> this is his main main job, and and he is. It's like, it's, it's Justin. If you happen to watch this, I'm gonna let you know, bro. I am a huge fan. Huge. I just call Spades a Spade because, like, I can't pop lock like you at all. Pop lock. I can't ISO. My footwork is uh decent at best. If you let me tell it, some people say I can dance. I'm apples orange right now, whatever. You're a better dancer than me, right? That that's all we're saying, and and I appreciate your talent. Yeah, I do too. But Janine, did you not appreciate mirrors back then, though? Like when it came out? I mean, yeah, but like, I don't know. I feel like. <clears throat> When I was younger listening to music, it was all about like, okay, it sounds good. I can sing along. I know the words, right? But once you're an adult and like have gone through life and like, you know what I mean? You actually know what love is. Some songs hit a little bit different. Okay, so we talked about this on our very first episode, uh, I believe mm. was when we talked about uh, Usher and, and, and R&B back in the 90s about how we were singing along with music and, and we didn't know what the hell we were Woo! talking about. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> you were, pre you were prepped back then. You don't feel like you had <laughs> that knowledge I mean, at that point. Not at that point. Not, not, not when I first heard mirrors, I was like in high school. I feel like I don't know nothing about love and, you being my other half and my better half. Like, I don't know nothing about that for real. What year did Mirrors come out? Because I'm thinking that came out in, in 2013. So, okay, so I wasn't in high school. So, like, nah. a couple years after I graduated, I still don't know nothing about that. Because I specifically I remember because I just so happened to go on a date that night and I had already pre ordered my CDs from Best Buy. So, <laughs> I, I made this smooth little move over to Best Buy and I had picked up a Get Home Safely from Dom Kennedy. And then I had scooped that uh Jay Timberlake. No, no, excuse me. No, nah, I wouldn't get home safety. That was a different day. I picked up Kaleidoscope Dream. Ooh. And I picked up that Timberlake. And uh at the same time. Hold on. Oh, you me, hold on. I gotta make sure I gotta oh, it was date uh, night. He was scared. No, no, hold on. Hold on. Let me, that, I gotta though. make sure I get my story right. Cause I, I used to get a lot of stuff from Best Buy. No, oh, oh, I'm sorry. This is how it was even worse, right? <laughs> I called it a three CD Tuesday because that particular day, I remember when it came out now. Um, anyway, that's irrelevant. So I had bought the CD and I was like, cool. I don't know what this is going to sound like, but we're going to listen to it at the same time. And if it's hidden, I'm winning. And if it's not, I'm losing. I'm normally not a gambling man, but ugh, you know, there was something about that. Uh, Strawberry bubble gum? Yes. Oh, yes. Strawberry bubble gum. Was gum. That whole album hit, man. Oh, what? I don't think that we actually, this might actually be a side note. I'm, I'm so sorry, but I don't think that we actually appreciate Justin Timberlake as yeah. much as we probably should. Mm -hmm. I, it's that last album, I think, that kind of throws a lot of people off, too. That ain't but it. before that, I think we, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people, like, tend to under... Uh, show him uh, less appreciation that, that that he deserves because I like we talked about this before about how people take time to create albums, and he really 
takes his time. It's like six or seven years in between each album or something. Except the 2020 experience. I think that came out a year apart. But like he usually takes about like a six six or seven year time period between both out al- between albums. And I, I what you get is amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we don't be wanting to accept the color of Chris's <laughs> Oh my god. So you know what I'm saying? Like we we do I ain't said uh, nothing. I ain't said uh, nothing. I'm just pointing I out. I was just for the yeah. audio listener who can't see the video, yeah, yeah. he was holding a white napkin to the camera. So that was what what was happening. Emphasis on the word white. White. Yes. Yeah. So that was that. And then um, last but certainly not least, backseat Juicy J Project Pat Wiz. Project Pat showing up all over everything as of late. It makes me so happy. I love Project Pat so much and i don't really listen to wiz as much anymore but i gave it a shot specifically because i saw project pat and it's a banger so that's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna check that one out that's i I actually skipped that one for some reason but i'll check that out that's not 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 any personal reasons i just when i'm I'm no because i saw your face and i just want to make it clear it wasn't like i skipped over because it wasn't like I skipped over it like it was, you know, something I just wouldn't listen to. I just just forgot to go back and listen to it. So I'll, I'll you just skipped over it because it's something you wouldn't listen to at the time. No, I was I was in a okay, listen. I no the project I make this clear. No, I wouldn't make this clear. <laughs> because there's sometimes I get into a into a a a, a, a like I just want to hear one specific artist or, or or an artist that sounds like another artist. Okay. And once I get into that 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 rut, it's hard to get out. So that that's you know, that's my thing. But and that's why I actually I I, I kind of listen to a lot of that bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got into a lot of uh, Dreamville this week, um, because Sorry. because of J Cole. But I, I listened to a lot of J uh, 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 Dreamville this week, especially Jit. Um, side mm-hmm. note, I, I I'm not sure if I if I've said this on here yet, um, but I don't think that there is an artist, a new school artist that's mainstream. I want to make that emphasis. I don't know if there's a there's a, a a new school mainstream artist that lyrically messes with Corday or Jid. Mainstream, because I when think you say new know, school from what year on? Any of the newer artists, like the like maybe in the last three years. Last three years. I have to go back and review because I listen to so much stuff. Three or four years, I, I, to me, because I and, and and I I've I've been argued against already about Lil Baby being lyrically better than them, and I don't. That's not true. Um, Who said that? Never mind. Don't worry about it. Keep going. I'm not gonna say it, but I, <laughs> I, I I got a feeling I know who uh, you know who it was you know who was yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a marvelous thing to say. Love you, bro. But Such a no, no, but <laughs> <laughs> but but I got into a lot of Dreamville this week. Uh, uh, Black, um, 
Bob Marley, because uh, it was his birthday this this, uh, this weekend. Um, Happy birthday, Bob, Uncle yeah. Bob. Uncle Bob. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's pretty much. I think that's pretty much uh, it for me. I think those are the artists I got into this week. So. Mm. I want to point out every week. Derek is listening to J. Cole and or another Dreamville artist. So we can just yeah. like start off I, every every week. I think I rep Dreamville almost as much as I rep OTS. So I think it's fair to That's say. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um. <laughs> all right. Well, I got a, a hot take for you. Okay. <laughs> um, but this is going to be a an a conversation for a different day. Okay. But I honestly think Boz is the best artist in Dreamville's camp. Including J. Cole. Including J. Cole. I think Boz makes the best albums out of the whole Dreamville camp. J. Cole has the best lyrics, but Boz makes the best albums and has the most replay value. Replay value is so big, and that's what I was saying about Cole's last album. Yeah, it sounds good, but I didn't find myself rushing to go back to listen. Mm-hmm. Re- replay value is so important. I think Cole has a lot of shock value, and so people are so shocked and happy whenever he drops that anything is like, I'm a quote the line, and they're legit like fire bars, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's one of those like. J. Cole reminds me of 4th of July whenever he drops. Okay. Big time celebration. Guaranteed running all the charts, all the numbers. I mean, you hear the fireworks going slightly before if there's a leak or a single, you know, shortly after the album drop, just like 4th of July, you still gonna hear a few more fireworks and then it disappears. And Boz is like a weekend, right? People don't celebrate a weekend like they would celebrate 4th of July. But everybody loves when the weekend comes up every seven days and it gets mad love and it's just so comforting and it just fits every single time. Because I can still play Too High to Riot, but you will not hear me play For Your Eyes Only. I can still play Milky Way, but you're not going to hear me like give too much love. What's a sideline story versus Milky Way? Like you're not going to hear sideline story. Whoa. This is he said this has to be another conversation because I Whoa. feel like you're about to get really defensive, Derek. Whoa. I, I mean, it I, no, and I I actually agree that it does have a lot of re, his Boz's albums have a lot of replay uh, value. I, I just hit a nerve. I completely agree with him. <laughs> yeah, he's picking right now. He I, was like but, <laughs> <laughs> why are you trying to like little bro side last story, bro? Like, so my thing with sideline story is I can never forgive him for dropping Mr. Nice Watch. You can't forgive him? No. For dropping like, bro, all the bars you got, I didn't listen to the warm-up, I didn't listen to the come-up. I'm listening to, you know, after the beep, and I felt after the beep. Like, when I met J. Cole in person and we were chopping it up, I straight up told him, I was like, bro, after the beep might have been the best song, like, I ever heard from you. And he was like, yo, bro, that's so real. Because I'm like, I feel it. Like, dang, broke is a bad joke. But still, I laugh, though, fronting like I have, though. I'm sad, though. I'm tired of being broke. Like, I see other niggas balling. I'm like, oh, for six. You know, saying, just graduated, good old college degree. I see my nigga drug dealing got more dollars than me. 
Now, that was the story of my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I got a master's. And I know my cats in the streets, like, don't know half of what I know. And they got way more dough and way less problems. Yeah. And then you drop Mr. Nice Watch. Of course you let Nas down. You let me down. Bro. <laughs> I got love for him, though. But he even came on his mixtape and, like, yeah, I dropped that dead president. And he was like, a dude from New York was like, hey, yo, son, you going to get on that beat? You got to go harder than that. So yeah. I ain't no different than the regular dude off the street telling them like, hey, Cole, we like you, bro, but you got to go harder than that. Yeah, and but he really you do realize that was his first album, though, right? But he had fire mixtapes before that. He did, for sure, for sure. But when you're under a label that, you know, a lot, a lot of artists, when they get under labels, they their music, we just talked about this, their music seems to, that, and that's why, nation, that's though. why, that's why we're saying, that's why we seen like albums after like Born Center, uh, Ooh, Born Sills Drive. Born Center was a crazy miles back. He 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 felt some type of way about about uh, sideline story because of the fact that there was he wasn't able to do what he wanted to do. He felt like he had to do what he needed to do. Which I put it like this: artists coming out, I can understand why. But I mean, like, don't don't little bro the album though, bro. Just off nah. of one song you don't like. I mean, I honestly felt no, no. Well, that's, that's, said, this is, this is no, hold, hold on, hear me out, hear me out. Because I felt the same way about Cole that I felt the same way about another one of my favorite artists, uh, Crit. Yeah, and um, Crit and Cole, they're they not for real. They not Kanye. There's only a select cadre of people like Timberland, Pharrell, Ye, and Dre that can make, produce, engineer, and rap over their own music. Everybody else tends to get locked down. Oh, and Lil John. Everybody else tends to get locked down. And as somebody who like grew up making beats, the problem is, is like also being a musician, I understand BPM. I understand actual tempo and I understand rhythm because I don't care if your tempo or your BPM is 160, if you're doing a cut time and it's gonna, I mean, not cut time, you're doing a half time and it's coming off as 80. So even if like your stuff is like, and I'm rapping like this, doesn't matter if I am rapping like this because it's the same thing. And that's all Cole did. And I got frustrated because I'm hearing it. And I'm like, bro, you change the sounds up, but you got the same tempo. You change the rhymes up, but that's you got real. the same beat. That's and real. I felt the same way about Crit and them. And it's like, I love it. I've seen Crit in concert four times. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I get hyped to the music, but I also got to call it out. Right, as opposed to hearing Timberland, and you like, yo, your stuff was everywhere. Thrill, your stuff was everywhere. Yay, no yay album sounds alike. You nope. know what I'm saying? No, no. Like Dre, even if he put the funk sound in it, you know for a fact Compton, 2001, and The Chronic don't sound alike. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's like. It's cool to like have that flex. Like, yeah, I do all this, but like, what's the product sound like? The man is I, making. I agree. So you slammed, I mean, a, I, you slammed a whole album for one track, is what I'm saying. Like that, that's where I'm no. that okay. So, so not not the whole album because of that track. I think the whole album in general, like I think uh like in the morning was still straight and stuff like that. 
I felt some of it was gimmicky. Um, but I felt like sideline story to J. Cole's catalog is the same way uh in my lifetime volume one is to Jay-Z's catalog. That's fair. That's fair. That's perfectly fair. Right, I love it. Oh, what did I listen to this weekend? Yeah, wow. what did you yeah. listen to? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, what did I listen to? Um, no, I listened to everything. Um, shoot. Let's go. I'm pulling on my Spotify. Uh, for sure, I was listening to myself. Um, I know a lot of people don't know me. For the people who are vaguely familiar with me, they know me as a chemist or the everyday genius. But uh, I've been rapping since I was 14. Um, to know now I'm 32 now. So, yeah, I've been legitimately rapping for 18 years. Like, I would produce as well. And uh, now I'll just listen to some of my old stuff, man, from high school, listening to my flows, my lyrics, and listen to, like, my ideas. And I was just amazed, like, dang this is the stuff you was doing at like 16 and 17 like that's that's dope like these aren't little kids these are like creative minds you know just looking at counterparts uh let's see what else uh oh listen to some uh mayor hawthorne uh the walk that goes extra hard it's classic um burner boy so i was definitely listening to some afro beats um I'm a I'm a big fan of Smoke Dizza. So I was listening to some Smoke Dizza. Um, ooh, I forgot I had this on repeat, like super repeat. One of my favorite songs all time ever since it dropped um, and probably has made my Spotify like top 10 at least four years in a row is a Sunny Duet by No Name featuring The Mind. And I was off of her album Telephone. The rhythms are so complicated and off but nothing is offbeat. Like it's just all staggered and it's a bunch of polyrhythms and I, I musically trip out. Um, Dope Don't Sell Itself by 2 Chains. Uh, he dropped out on Friday and I listened to it on Friday. So it doesn't help that uh, it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. It's on a one to 10, I give it a 7.8. So it's enough that it's got some tracks that legit go up, whether you like out and about at a party and got some tracks you can ride to. It's a couple of uh, joints that you can like just play on your own. Like Neighbors Know My Name is pretty solid because he takes the Laffy Taffy beat and um, just adds like a different kick over it, like a, a really bassy sub. And uh, I like the joint Kingpin Ghost Rider with Lil Baby. That one's pretty solid. And uh, 10 bracelets with Young Boy ain't bad. And yeah, Bet It Back from Pop Music. Yeah, those are pretty solid. So I was listening to that. Um, let's see what else did I really enjoy. My like my music playlists are like mad eclectic. So definitely listen to some uh, Geechee Gotti. Um, I like Geechee Gotti. I definitely listen to a whole lot of West Coast rap. So definitely playing some uh, Oosley. Definitely playing a ton of Don Cam Don Cam blah, Don Kennedy. It's like my favorite rapper. Um, 
And I definitely played that NBA Youngboy uh, Colors on repeat. I listened to it a couple times through at least. And that expensive taste, that's that's my joint. Because he was flowing. He was flowing. He may not have had, like, the most spectacular bars in the world, but it was really melodic in the cadences he used at the right time. Like, when it punched in and it just, like, instead of, like it was just non-stop and it was like bro i love to see the growth in your rap i just need to see the growth in your life um <laughs> and then lastly shout out to the crib first off i'm from michigan not detroit i'm from a city called saginaw i rep us to the fullest 99 all day you know what i'm saying birthplace of stevie wonder same birthplace of serena williams you know what i'm saying Anybody who's been fans of basketball, Jason Richardson, Draymond Green, you know what I'm saying? We produce Super Bowl champions, you know what I'm saying? We got Lamar Woodley, Ryan Stanley. We be out here, like, don't try to play us. But uh, I definitely fool with Detroit because it's the heart of this, like, the state. It's not the capital, but it's the heart. And uh, people who know about that throwback, stretch money. And it's, uh, it take money to make money. So I can play like part of the song and the thing that makes it so interesting is people will hear the beat and they would associate that with a Colonel Loud and T.I. But it really should be associated with Stretch Money who did this back in 06. So I don't want anything to get cut off, but effectively you understand. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh mostly what I was on. Oh, and some uh some Isaiah Rashad, who I think uh had album of the year, but you know, that's a whole nother conversation. Bro, you were just listening to music. This is all this last week. Uh yeah, yeah, bro. I, I listen to everything. So like like even on the way home, I was listening to some uh Roy Hargrove, uh Strasburg, St. Dennis. I was listening to some uh Harold Lopez. Nuna, uh, some jazz. I was listening to some great reporter on vocals, uh, some super solid stuff. Man, uh, I love Hiromi Uhara on the piano and the Sonic Bloom. Time Control is one of my favorite albums by her. It's like experimental jazz, but it's probably the dopest piano solo I've ever heard in my life. And then uh, one of the most fire Iwi electronic wind instrument solos I've ever heard in life came on um, Earth, Wind & Fire's New World Symphony. And so the first three minutes, each minute is a different solo. It's a minute of vibes. It's a minute of flugelhorn. And then it goes into this like buku nuts iwi solo that like, it ain't even fair, bro. Like, <laughs> it ain't even fair, bro. Like, <laughs> I want to play it, like, but I, uh, it's not even fair. Yeah, we like, don't need to get flagged. <laughs> Uh, okay i know we can't do like 30 seconds but like i gotta pull up like a small portion of this because it comes in at the 225 Like that's breath. That's not no keys, bro. That's breath. 
And that's why I'm like, this is nuts that like your control is like that. And it's dope with a lot of people don't know electronic wind instruments. It effectively allows you to go beyond the normal ranges and get new sounds, but you still have to play. And so to hear somebody like master musicality like that was just nuts. I just want to like punch air. Like, (laughs) that was nothing, bro. Just like, "Mm, mm, why you so cold? I think it's to go into the mind of Chris because it's like, it's obvious that he's a musician, but he's also Mm -hmm. a scientist. So, like, he's breaking shit down to like, yeah, like pieces that a lot of the casual listener wouldn't even really recognize. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't come out with your own headsets yet. Um, <laughs> you know, like, y'all can't see. Nah, man, look, bro, I stay at the ready. You know what I mean? Like, I stay literally with, like, I, I even take my blur off for this. Bro, I stay, like, I literally got, like, notes of uh, inventions and things that, like, I be drawing up and different figures and stuff I'm trying to make. And oh, don't put that uh, on the screen because we don't want anybody... Oh, they, they can't see none of this and they don't okay, understand okay, it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally, like, handwrite my stuff and then I go into the scientific journals and then read them boys to make sure, like, I, I it's, it's coming soon. Okay. I got you. Yeah, like, shoot, I even flip my camera for it. I keep periodic table on my wall. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can see that. Oh, yeah. Periodic table. <laughs> y'all got three of them because they show different things. Everything from valence charges to, uh, you know, the the elements in certain groups that I need them to be arranged in. So. Yeah, it'd be too much happening in my head, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need help organizing it, bro. In the mind of Chris. Yes, Love sir. It. Yes, sir. Love it, man. Yo. Love it. Everyday genius, everybody. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> everybody. Yes. You know, everybody can do this. What you been listening to, Dwayne? Man. Uh, you know what, y'all? Um, let's see. Baby Boy the Prince. Prince. Saha the Prince. Jay Prince. Pretty much everybody with a prince, it seems. Okay. Uh, you know? Uh, <laughs> Royalty. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, royalty mm. vibes, man. So <laughs> listen to King Lowe's. <laughs> you know, you know, hey, hey, you know, it's just it's just all, you know, but uh ah shoot, man. Some um uh 50 cent, man. Uh get rich or die trying celebrating that We'll talk about um <laughs> history portion. Uh so yeah, that celebrating the the, the nostalgic feels of that and uh quite frankly the only 50 cent album i like but hey it is what it is uh and uh <laughs> hey sorry not a 50 hey no he, he had to get you back after the j cole thing so yes nah, uh, uh, yeah uh, i will <laughs> me, me and cole are cousins i can do that <laughs> his words not mine hey there you go there you go um okay not story me. by the way he said that not me the flex, he said man. that see the flex. flex you gotta love it flex. you gotta love it I ain't the flex is everything. Yacht with cole and we had a conversation and chopping it up he called me his cousin 
Well, we find Yo, out. No. <laughs> well, we not recording. I will like flex super hard. I will, you know, uh, disseminate some information. Oh my gosh! Oh, I love it. I love it, man. Um, Big Crit had a single that he had dropped um, that I checked mm-hmm. out. You know what I'm saying? And I was, I was, it was, it was cool. Um, shoot, man, just really been checking out people's singles more than anything that's been dropping stuff. And uh, oh, Nipsey Hussle's uh, Victory Lap was uh, finally got around to giving that a listen. And uh, oh, you yeah, haven't listened to it yet? Nah, I never listened to it. Honestly, never listened to it. Finally got around to listening to it. And uh, yeah, oh, that's a what? perfect album to work out to. Okay, what oh, did yeah. you think about it? I like it, questions. man. I like. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's it's a conversation for another day for sure, man. We got a lot to cover, but it's it's, it's definitely. Uh... <laughs> Yo, is that your first time listening you know. to Nipsey? Actually, no, because I found out I've actually heard Nipsey uh, more than I thought I did in the past because of the songs he did with Chameleonaire, who's one of my favorite artists. So. I realized, oh, I have. That's why I knew when he passed away, why I recognized his name so much and realized, oh, yeah, okay, now that makes sense. Uh, you know, in my, in my, the, the mixtape Messiah phases and all that, like the songs that they had together and everything, I was like, ah, Nipsey. And actually, it's kind of cool to see the evolution of Nipsey though, because. Mm-hmm. Listening to the songs that he, like, um, When You Own. Him and Chameleonaire did a song called When You Own, and, like, to hear the progression of Nipsey then to Victory Laps Nipsey is, like, mm-hmm. crazy. It's, like, two different rappers. and But, yeah, you can see the ascension of it, in a way. It's kind of cool. Kind of cool. I oh, like That's it. dope. I, I like I only I was only shocked because I've been a Nipsey fan since, like, I came in late to the party, but probably since about 2011. And I started off with a Bullets Don't Have Names, Volume 3. And then I started Mm -hmm. listening to the original Marathon. And um, long before I really knew what I was getting into, I was bumping blue laces all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Keys to the City goes extra hard. And then by the time you dropped like Victory Lap, I was like, hey! And I kind of got annoyed at, yeah. See, but I'm, I'm 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 glad. Like you, you said what? I said Victory Lab was my first uh, uh, Nipsey album that I listened to. I knew Nipsey from his interviews. Like I was only oh. watching his interviews and paying attention oh. to everything he was saying. So I was following him along in that, and I knew he was an artist. But I was like, eh, I'll, I'll listen to that music later. Yo, and, definitely go back to the marathon. Oh yeah, no, it's fire. <laughs> yeah, I, no, it's, <laughs> it's fire. Right. I'm I'm just saying, like. I had not listened to him before that. So, yeah. Okay, I got yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. I, I just want to add this cool tip, but well, it's not necessarily cool, but it hurt when Nipsey passed because I was literally listening to his music and mm-hmm. actually watching his personal growth mm-hmm. as he left mm-hmm. the streets because he was still mm-hmm. like thugging when he was making some of them earlier joints. And I remember specifically in Keys to the City, he had a line that said, Jay passed, Dre passed, Capital in Atlantic too. Thought that I'd be dead or locked in jail because what I rap is true. And for him to meet his end, how he did was like, dang. Yeah. And yeah, it I mean, just tied it all together. That one actually made me cry. Oh, I was yeah, facts. I, I, like, I was hurt. 
Yeah. I was yeah. authentic. That's crazy. I love it, man. But you know, y'all, uh, shoot, y'all know how the music combo for days go. So let's, you know, pass that over to the cousin right there. Because I know she's been itching to tell y'all what's been going on in entertainment streets, man. What's been going on? Itching or... (laughs) So what's happening in this divorce with Kim is like all over the place. And it's kind of annoying because I love Kanye and I want to be Team Yeezy and I want to like... I want to fan for him or vouch for him or whatever. But the way he handles situations is fucking retarded. Like... I just think it's so interesting how he was so anti-cameras, anti-social media, wanted Kim to like fall off of the, you know, being inside of the limelight so much. And after the Mm -hmm. divorce, that's all he's doing. He's posting everything. Um, He's calling out things that they're going through, trying to co-parent. Him gallivanting the streets with this girl, I I have no understanding of. Um, that birthday party was cringeworthy, but whatever. We don't have to talk about it. I think, nope. I, <laughs> I, I think when it comes to the co-parenting thing, that's what I don't like because he's 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 using North kind of as like a pawn, mm-hmm. and I and I don't like that. Like his his big thing was he was like, Kim has North on TikTok against my will. What do you mean your will? And this is like I, I'm. I'm just trying to understand. You know what I mean. So that's kind of what I've been perplexed about. Hold on, so I got. I got a couple. Go, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Right, I'm up. Let's go. Good work. So working forward, uh, I have the privilege of somewhat understanding Kanye's mind. I don't agree with anything you do. That let me get that like. Off first and foremost. I think he gets written off a lot though, because he thinks abstract. And as somebody again, like we mentioned earlier, that deals with like really logical, sequential stuff in science and all this colorful stuff in music, I'll be like back and forth a lot. That's why I'm like, oh, okay, I get what you was getting at. You just did it in like the worst way. Yeah. Um I think he's hurt and he's trying to play Kim at her own game. And the sad thing is, like, he doesn't have media on his side, but mm-hmm. everything Kim does is in the media. So I think it's, like, relatively terrible that they're still out together and got events, and she's still, like, on the fence about are they going to get back together or not, and immediately turn around and date Pete. And I know Kanye's, like, of all people, Pete? <laughs> and that's, like, a slap in the face to his, like, pride. And then she's all in the cameras and you got everybody who's like a Kardashian stand. It's like, oh my God, I'm so happy for her. She's happy now. And it's yeah. like, y'all probably ain't never been married. So y'all don't understand what goes to a marriage and how hurt like both of them are. But like now, yay, still not fully like over a literal eight year marriage has to watch his like soon to not be wife get smashed by some dude that's looking like mad the face you made is the face he's making because it's it's real life but i love pete he's he's a funny person but i would be upset if that was me correct i would like that 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 would pete could see hands on site that's why (laughs) pete got extra security because he already know like yo that would hurt like like they call they call kanye like gd jakes you know what i'm saying (laughs) <laughs> like, like, yeah, he is connected. You feel me? 
But uh, I think besides that, that GDJ was hilarious, by the way. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think the other thing, too, with North, I can somewhat understand that only because of the, the star power that him and Kim commands. Mm-hmm. And Kim is literally a sex symbol, no matter which way you cut it. She's a sex symbol, and she flaunts it. And while she might not do everything like she used to, she still relatively sells sex. It might be like, again, to a lower degree. But now you got a TikTok, and you all dialed up and, like, looking curvy and thick, and then you got your daughter here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's weirdos out there. Not only are they fantasizing, but, like, you're bringing sexual, like, feelings and connotations into what's supposed to be an innocent arena because in your mind since you live this every day i'm just a mom chilling with my daughter people don't see you as a mom yeah and so you got like north out here and you know like kids are being kids but it's like there is some sort of like weird fanatical and fantasization like fantasization like fetishism like all rolled up in one and they see anything related to them and so again, I think Kanye like goes about stuff in the worst way. But I think like he had a valid point. It's like, yo, I don't want my daughter up here like on TikTok, like in lipstick at that, because they see her, they see you, and it's all these weirdos like attached to that. It's not like, oh, you look cute, little girl, or you look cute, baby girl. Like, nah, they on some creeper stuff. Yeah, that's true. And I'd be sick like if. We had that notoriety and like, that's my baby girl? No, sir. Yeah. No, sir. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I agree with that. I think um, in addition to that, you know, she's already on a show, right? Keeping up keeping up with the Kardashians. It's still, that's, that's on Hulu now, right? Like, it's not like- Were the kids on that? I think they were, if I'm not mistaken. I don't Hardly. watch the show. They weren't like doing mm. interviews and like the little. No, speech, not the interviews, but, but they're still oh. on the show, right? Yeah. And in my mind, when you like trying to look at it from from his perspective, on a show, you already have paparazzi going around, you know, around this kid all the time. When you know when they see you out with Kim, now you put it on TikTok. It was like it, there's nonstop access to a kid. So along the lines of what what Chris is saying, like I could I could I could get it. I could understand that. The thing she was saying, like it's under adult supervision, whether it be her, the nanny, I don't know. I don't know their life. But at the same time, like this is the era that kids are like you still want North. Yes, she's she has like these super ultra famous parents, so her life is gonna be completely different than the everyday kid or whatever but at the same time i don't want to deprive her of these experiences that other kids are getting because like that's all they like jade six and she was talking about wanting to um stream like she wants to video game stream you know what i'm saying and she's six so this is just the era they're in now so i don't know there 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 has to be a balance but the way Ye is going about it is going to make it to where it's just going to mm. seem like he's doing too much. Oh, he's going to mess it up for himself, but I, I don't think he's necessarily wrong, though. No, I think it's, again, people's perception of Ye. Like, mm-hmm. Ye didn't tell everybody he built a house across the street. It hit news because other people told on it. Yeah. Now Ye is speaking on it, and they're going to be like, Ye did this, and Ye is crazy. It's like, Ye didn't announce it. Y'all did. Right. He literally came out in a later interview and was like, 
that's good parenting. My kids yeah. don't have to go far to see me, mm-hmm. especially in this day and age where I'm worth six billion and my, you know, like separated wife is worth all this money. Y'all know where we live. Like we got four kids and y'all know where we live. Yeah. Like I don't want them to have access. I think like there was something that already came out that was like, because it clearly wasn't under adult supervision. North had hopped on TikTok and like gave a tour of their whole house. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, all right, if some folks know the stuff that I know, this is a lick. Right. Cause I got the layout mm-hmm. now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like yeah. stuff kids ain't thinking about. And it's like, yo, you're not super mom of the year if you always out and about media appearances won't won't. And you got this nanny and nanny ain't like, like gonna love it like we gonna love it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, like there's still the elements of like, yo, is this okay? Is this not okay? Should we or shouldn't we? You're like, well, I'm doing it because uh, I, I supervise it. And it's like, yeah, I still think that's whack communication. Even yeah. if y'all are divorced, like that's still y'all kids. Agreed. Yeah. True that. So, and let's um, also say that I don't know. Yay, they're the same person. Kim and Yay are like the pinnacle of what either one of them can get. Like, where do you go after Yay? Because Pete Davidson was not it. Where do you go after Kim? This, what's her name, Julia? She's not it. Like, who do you go to after that? So, anybody they date after this is going to seem like a major downgrade. So we're just not going to accept any new relationship that they have, unfortunately. If, if, if Ye went the, the, to Meg the Stallion and Partisan Fontaine messed up, I don't know. He might. Megan's great, but she's not. Kim, 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 Kim is a, she, she's, <laughs> she's like Marilyn Monroe level. Like I think Kim is going to be that symbol that our generation looks at like Marilyn. Like years to come, she's gonna be the symbol of what the new body was or, or like what beauty is or whatever. It's like, it is what it is, but that's what she's become. That's gonna it's, piss me off if I, if I walk Yo, I'm like so upset right now. See one of those pictures of her face in different colors. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying it's like, I'm gonna be real pissed. Oh crap! I, I, as much as I be at the gym, I've noticed oh, one man. thing consistently: sex tape. Okay. Yeah, like all girls like to work out as they booty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like all girls want to do is squats, um, a little bit of ab work, maybe some cardio, but it be glute day every day. Yep. And it's like if you're talking about a symbol of beauty, or you think about people like at the beach or want to model or want to do all this stuff is like Kim butt don't even move that thing stiff but she looks it's, great it's, it's legit like <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like it's it's a seat cushion you know what I'm saying like Meg at least got jello like I can look at Meg and see if like it's an earthquake like near in the city I'm gonna look at Kim and we gonna die like I can't tell nothing I'm over it <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but you're making points you're making points I like to use colorful examples to make sense. <laughs> Yo, that was perfect. I ain't gonna lie, hey, man. That, I, that's so logical. You go wrong if it's silicone. That's all I'm saying. I, I do hate the fact that she has become a new standard of beauty of where, like, 
women are trying to obtain this unrealistic body image that came from a lot of surgeries yeah we we see her working out but that didn't come from working out you know what i mean mm -hmm. and everybody's getting their bodies done and everybody has the exact same shape now yeah well you saw what happened with chloe yeah oh her on fingers her on little Every, chicken. yeah i don't bro i don't so she like yeah that freaked me out i ain't gonna lie Wait, that was okay I had the wrong sister because they all got surgery. Uh, what happened to Chloe? I think Courtney didn't. The, Courtney is my know. favorite. Is that the one that get cheated on all the time? Courtney is marrying uh, oh. Travis Barker. She was with the white boy. Laura. Oh, she. Uh, man, who was she with before that? I don't know. I have no clue. No, because I thought they all dated black dudes, but they all didn't stay with black dudes. Court Courtney was the one that didn't date. A black guy. I feel like before Travis, it was like a French millionaire or something, or like a French model. Now I got to look this up, and I don't even care about celebs like that. But I'm like, <laughs> they be appropriating and vulturing, and I'm like, there was some vulturing somewhere. Uh, all I know is what's um, that girl name? You said Cor Chloe. Chloe. Courtney. 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 Courtney, yeah, Courtney, is, Courtney is my favorite. Yeah, Chloe. Chloe. Chloe's fingers look like Voldemort's. <laughs> Chill, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They, okay. they really do. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't used to look like that. So <laughs> sad. Okay. So. Hmm. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. She she stayed on uh yeah yeah she she kept it solid. Solid solid white. Yeah, solid. Uh she went from Scott Disick to Bieber to some dude to Travis Barker. Yeah. Courtney dated Justin Bieber? Uh that's what that's what this say. It said uh ah, apparently cool. a 20 uh 2015. No wonder. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm glad it happened. It got Justin Bieber saved. He realized, like, he pretty, pretty, that after that, yeah. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> like, pretty much. He saw what happened to everybody else and was like, you know what? He found God quick, huh? Hey, God. This ain't me, babe. <laughs> Thank you, boy. So. <clears throat> That's a good segue into talking about God. Yeah, hey, it is. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He, okay, I can't say that. I was about to crack an out of pocket joke. Yo, that would have been hilarious. That the Lord is good. That, that would have been hilarious, though. But I was oh, about man. to say, like, you know, he got that yummy, yummy, and I was like, nah, don't do that. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could tell y'all it is not as bad as if I had did it in real time because I would have felt really bad about that. Oh boy, I don't want my Lord and Savior to have that yummy, yummy. <laughs> don't choke on me, <laughs> Oh man. Not on the live feed, brother. Um wow, yes, what a segue. Um <laughs> let's go. So um, oh my god. <laughs> taking up uh behind Janine on this stuff. <laughs> uh yeah, so 
there's been a lot of talk recently that uh, basically reached records, released one of their roster talents in Gavi, who um, apparently was caught up in a lot, and I do mean a lot, of controversial scenarios, which allowed a lot of people to basically hound on not just Gavi in this situation and, and things of that nature in the Christian realm of things, but also just society in general in this blurred line of A, cancel culture on one side, B, um, morals and Christianity in terms of like, oh, so do you hold this dude accountable? What kind of things do you do? Do you love him anyway and pray for him? Or do you basically decide to go and call yourself a Christian, but yet you clown the dude and making memes about him and just, you know, shaming him, all these things. So Reach Records basically sent out an email, press email to their people. And basically this was on Monday when they said, in this letter, it says, due to behavior that is inconsistent with our core values, we have ended our professional relationship with Gavi. This was a tough decision for us because of the level of complexity and because we invest in our artists, not just for their talent, but also as brothers and sisters in Christ. This is something we have been processing for over a year and have wrestled with what would be the right way forward. New details that have been provided to us made us realize today's decision was necessary. We also want our actions to be a reflection of love, care, and concern for those who fail and those who are affected by our failures. Each of us needs God's grace and we invite you to pray for the families and individuals whose lives are being impacted. This is not a chance to throw away, throw anybody away, we continue to hope for restoration to be the outcome. Reach records. So guys, this is where an open discussion comes in general, not just because of this situation and the details that come behind it, but more so, how do you feel genuinely in terms of just, I mean, I remember talking to you guys about Drake Bell, we've known the R. Kelly situation over the years, all of these guys, girls, and whoever you want to throw out there from any realm, because apparently it's made its way even in the Christian realm of music, where even it can happen in this world. So the thing is, what do you do? Or what, what are your thoughts? How do you feel overall in this cancel culture versus everybody just having things brought to the light suddenly out of nowhere like this? No, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm I'm gonna. I need to ask for clarification a little later, but go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, cancel culture is a bunch of frail people throwing stones at people that they're intimidated by and they're jealous of. I'm gonna just call it out. We're so quick to cancel people, like we haven't done things to be canceled ourselves. But the difference is, what they're on a pedestal. Oh, and you have some stones. Like nobody told you to throw the stones, and you don't have that pedestal, but. You know, it's almost um like you hear stuff like heavy as the crown, right? Mm-hmm. Or or you even think about uh the story about the, the sword of Damocles. And so anybody who's familiar with the sword of Damocles, like, well, if you're not familiar, right, 
is also reminiscent of what uh, Kanye referred to in some of the artwork, I think, for Power. And basically, it was talking about this guy who wanted, like, this throne seat so bad. He wanted everything that came with being in the throne. And he finally get this position, and he sees, like, there's this sword dangling above his head, but it's held by a thin string, like a piece of hair. And it's just hovering over his head. And it's saying that things are so fragile that at any given moment, that can now detach the sword and it will basically kill him immediately. And more or less is like, that's how people are treating these positions. And it's like, yo, people are people. People aren't positions. Like, because he's famous, like he don't have issues. Like, but because you know they they got million dollars, like they problems fade away. Like you say your problems fade away, but you got legit like problems that weren't caused by money and can't be fixed by money. Like, what makes them any different? Unless you just jealous because they got a bag and you don't. That's why you don't need to count people's pockets anyway. But um, <laughs> it's just like no, you you love on them. You know what I'm saying? You love on them the same way you would want to be loved on if you made a mistake or somebody found out and it ruined aspects of your life. And if you're unable to show that benevolence, then you truly don't understand what it is to to be human. You know what I'm saying? In the same way for people who got kids will forgive their kids, be willing to forgive others. It's not saying that we're okay with what potentially happened. And if it did happen, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It needs help. But people was like, we gonna cancel you. All right, does it help them? Give me all your money. Did they get help? Or are they just the same person with the same problem and less resources? Because you can get resources back and the problem still exists. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we really doing here? Help the brother. Right. I think my problem with cancel culture is like, y'all are ready to cancel somebody and take away somebody's livelihood based off of an accusation. Like with this particular situation, I don't know if it's been proven or if somebody just says some stuff and it's just like assumed, but Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody deserves their, 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 their due time in court or whatever that saying is like, Mm -hmm. if he did that nasty stuff, then he a hundred percent should be held uh, accountable and a Christian uh, music group, of course, you don't want to be associated with that, but don't mm-hmm. just go based off of an accusation. I don't, I don't like that part. No, that's that's what I was going to ask. If this was something that was so, according to details here, basically this is all allegedly that he sent these unsolicited photos of his junk to several women. Certain women have called him out on it and apparently have the proof of this. Uh, so it's one of those things. This is this is again one um as a wrestling fan, I know a wrestler whose career is pretty much over from this same similar type of action, which uh to my understanding, similarly to this, in terms of some of these women being younger women. But in his case, all of this is while he was hitched still with his wife, whom I do believe they are getting divorced, but at this time are still believed to be married right now. So all of this is going on 
while still technically married too. This being so, a wrestler or Gavi? No, Gavi. Yeah, uh, the wrestler's situation. He was not. He's not married or anything. He just oh, okay. basically was. It started with an underage minor claiming that he did these things. And the sad part about it is, yes, the similarities between the two. Even with that wrestler, he was actually one of the most popular wrestlers at the time and then this news hit he was actually about to win the title i believe and the news hit and all of a sudden cancel culture next thing you know he just started just getting pulled down and down and it all just again like as janine and as chris mentioned as soon as the word alleged comes out it automatically just shuts this person could be at the highest point of their career and as soon as the first allegation comes out everybody just automatically believes it and they officially just remove the person and say yep nope that's a bad person nope i don't f with that person nope i'll say it ain't so dang gotta cut you off so why excuse me why is it that way now but when everybody knew what r kelly was doing for 20 plus years, nothing was being, nothing was being done. R. Kelly wasn't a Christian. No, no, no. I'm not well, even, I'm in not, general, like, I'm yeah. just saying in general, yeah. Cause this, mm-hmm. this doesn't, um, this is not relative to Christianity or, or outside of the church. It's just, if you're talking about the, the scope of cancel culture, would that not, makes sense especially when you talk about someone that's at the peak of their career i agree because the the saying innocent till proven guilty usually yeah, used to mean something it used to mean something because now it's just when it's you are well, guilty of said thing until you got to think guilty. about culture right mm-hmm. like we have a fast pace do it first no consequence culture mm-hmm. you got to think like being 32 and anybody who's pretty much between the ages of 30 to 35 you grew up in i think one of the most phenomenal and ah man i'm not even sure what word to use for this interesting and iconic eras ever Mm -hmm. i mean and stay with me here right when i was eight i heard eminem's very first like albums debut. I heard Eminem's debut when I was eight years old mm-hmm. on cassette tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on cassette tape. By the time I was 12 or 13, I'm listening to the Black album on CD. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And by the time I'm 16, I'm listening to Rick Ross and Jeezy on an MP3 player. You know what I'm saying? By the time I'm 18, I got Facebook. By the time I'm 20, I got Twitter and Instagram. By the time I'm 22, Snapchat's out now. You see what I'm saying? Like everything keeps advancing that we have continual access. So you can do anything at any given moment. You got a generation of kids that did not grow up playing outside, playing like down the street with neighbors, like everything is on the phone. If I went to somebody's house, even if it's like a couple blocks away, can you drop me off? 
right? Everything's fast, it's low interaction. It's like, can we get it done immediately? Mm-hmm. That being said, you don't really have like group of people who are familiar enough with like logic or even want to use it to guess and check. It's just like it happened first, it's gotta be right. So if I get information, this information came out first. Mm-hmm. Now, all things forbid that you get a 50% correct rate, not 100%, not 95, 50%. That's enough for people to say, well, it might be true. So now you can gossip about whatever you want to, and it's damaging to people. And people are like, well, it came out first. Well, we got something to talk about. It's salacious entertainment. Man, we can go ahead and just say whatever, whenever, about whoever, however. Who's going to stop me? Nobody, because somebody else is going to pick it up, and they're going to fall in love with it. They're going to spread it because it's talking points, because folks care more about everybody else's business than getting their own because everything is so accessible. So folks don't have to go out and get their own business now. Why am I getting mine? I can get yours. It's right here. I can look at it. Yeah, to, to ponder on that, um, social media is the modern day game of telephone. <sighs> Times a million. Yeah. Because of the fact that it just takes one thing that spreads into other things, other things, and things that aren't even true. Deshaun Watson is another example of this because uh, of the fact that, again, height of your career, and suddenly one allegation turns into a million allegations. And now all of a sudden, your career is on hold over a bunch of cases that nobody knows is really true or not. We, we let Roethlisberger yeah. play and we sent him off and he was proven and we got Deshaun Watson on ice and we ain't got no guarantees. I y'all got to make it make sense. No, I, I, I think, um, I think I, to me, it's, it should more so be a case by case thing because of the fact that not, not everything is the same like and i think we've discussed this before but like r kelly's stuff not the same level as like michael vick right like those mm. are two different levels but like michael vick almost he, well, pretty much he did get, he did get canceled and then got brought back but now he's still like he's still even after being retired still that's something that still follows him uh, to this day, but um, yeah. I mean, people care about well, canceled, canceled by white people. Yeah, Peter, yeah let's, you, let's, you, like let's, you know, canceled by white people. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'm not. We'll see that. That's the thing. I'm not saying that is that that is everyone, but I'm saying like when when because even with R. Kelly, it wasn't everyone. <laughs> it's still not everyone. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But but. Mm-hmm. I think it should just be taken a case by case thing. Now with Gavi, mm-hmm. here's the thing about the it, it, it's not only is it the, the 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 cancel culture element, but you add the church element on top of that. Mm-hmm. People don't understand that did not grow up in church. Don't understand how church works. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you are like, if something comes out. That thing Whoa. spreads like wildfire. That mm. 
if you want something to get out about someone, <laughs> all you gotta do is just tell one person. And the it's one of gone. the church moms, it's over with. It's Ooh. gone. It's gone. <laughs> so you're now at, and then that's not only are you talking about the 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 rate of the gossip, but you're talking about the rate of the of of judgment as well. Yeah. Mm. Just how fast everyone comes to jump to conclusions in the church about said person. Now, with Gavi, I don't know. I don't want to speak on absolutes, mm-hmm. but when you're put into a position I could I could see how in that element Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're going to do what's best for business (laughs) you're just going to do what's best for business and that is taking him off and taking him out of association with the label Mm -hmm. now that's a business move but when you're talking about the, the the church element, my question is, are they going to do what they should do? Because what yeah. you should do, they're not. <laughs> but what you should do is be like what they said in the statement is be for that person and, and help them X, Y, Z. That's what they should do. But what mm-hmm. they're going to actually do, even if they say that they're not going to do this, what they are ultimately going to do shun him because you can't mess with my money <laughs> Here's the thing, well, too, when it comes to like the because like we've talked about cancel culture and we've talked about what it means to be christian and how there's a certain level of like pressure and how you have to fit this mode and yeah. just hold that keep that same energy for everybody i don't like yeah. how y'all are so righteous and want to hold people accountable when they have a platform, but y'all not saying nothing about the choir dude that's messing around with boys. Y'all aren't saying anything about the preacher who's probably doing some shisty things, but behind his back too. We're not talking mm-hmm. about the uncle and cousin that's mess, messing around with the fam, family kids. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. a lot of things go unsaid they don't want to talk about it because there's a shame that comes from somebody that's dealing with that. But if y'all are going to hold home, home me accountable, hold everybody in that community accountable in the same way. They don't. You know, and that's 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 crazy that you guys have both said that because I was watching a, uh, a long Twitter rant that um, another Christian rapper from St. Louis by the name of Thizzle, one of the OGs, um, he just one on a serious and i wouldn't even call it a rant it was more of just giving the truth i mean homie was like look i got the bible right here i'm gonna give y'all biblical facts and what i'm saying because it's right here in this bible saying this but i'm also giving it to you as somebody that is literally from the streets and i'm giving you street logic on top of what's in the bible and the first thing he pointed out in this statement he actually mentioned and i quote when he said uh the one thing he noticed from this statement was the fact that they said, and he said he felt like they dropped the ball with this. He said that in this statement that they knew about this for up to a year. That's, that's what I and was he said, wondering too. He said that's where he felt they dropped the ball because of the fact that honestly, 
to have known this was going on behind the scenes, you had to wait till it got to the forefront of social media, as Chris just mentioned, when social media can take one thing, turn it into another and another and another. Next thing you know, now everybody and their mama knows what you have known behind closed doors. Now, all of a sudden, when it reflects on the image of your overall image, oh, we got to drop it. A guy who just had an album that was about to drop, you had him in all the promos, and you was about to set up the thing. You had a tour waiting for this guy. And now, all of a sudden, it's all dropped, and this guy is most likely blackballed, not just from Christian music, but shoot, if he wanted to be a secular artist, he's blackballed from that too now. Like no, complete, yeah. And this is and this is the thing about cancel culture is that it, whether you're a wrestler, a football player, a rapper, and anything, apparently, the moment that one thing comes out. Let me let me ask this though, um, because in some way I can I can see how it's. What's the right way to say it? On some level, I think the 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 the, the reason to cancel someone is necessary. So again, the Art Kelly thing. He, you, if you hear all the stories that came out, do I believe that every story that came out? like actually happened i don't believe that every because everything that came out about bill cosby wasn't true but if you have enough that is that's coming out that that is found to be true just without like there's no doubt about it that this happened what what's the What's the line that we're willing to go up to with not canceling someone? Because there are there are things that happen where, like R. Kelly, yo, I like I, <laughs> I don't I don't care. I I don't I don't care. Like everything that came out, dude, like. That's this, that, that, that's 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 far beyond where you're saying, oh, we can rehabilitate this person. I, there's certain things where, like, as a society, I I think we we're not we're not in agreement on where this line is, and I mm-hmm. think that that because it's not taken by a case by case thing. And it's always a blanket, uh, uh, a blanket type of situation where you cancel someone. I, I, it feels like there are certain things we, in certain cases, we are we're okay. Hey, they don't need to be canceled. Let's let's help them. Other things, other things, it's no, they need to be canceled, and it's less than what this person did. You see, so that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's that's why that's part reason why I don't even I don't care for it because mm-hmm. it's there's, there's no there's no level of consistency with 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 this at all. 
and then now we're taking this into another sector of the of the of the of the uh, of society where we're talking about religion you know what i'm saying so um i don't know where this line is I, that's why i tend tend to not really talk about too much of uh, you know with these things because of the fact that eh, <laughs> we, yeah. we have no standard we have no standard so i don't know where like if there's ever a, a possibility of that ever happening but let's say for example reach knew about this right mm-hmm. if they actually cared about this being something that was against their message or against their uh, uh, uh belief system or whatever mm-hmm. this would have been done behind closed doors long ago this is not something that you wait until oh, we can actually, you know, be attached to this and lose money where you're now saying, okay, nah, nah, bro. No, the first time, first time you start hearing stuff coming out, you sit them aside and be like, yo, dude, like, let's, like, what's, what's going on? And then you work through it and see what's, what's actually happening. Because now you're in a place where everyone's going to be looking at you different because of that very thing. And why the hell would you actually admit that? Why would you admit that you'd, you've been looking at this for for about a year? That's just shooting <laughs> yourself in the foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it's go ahead, Chris. I was that's the human element, bro. Yeah, that's, but that's, that's, if that's... you have a PR team, like this is not just like someone that's just this is not just one I mean, person talking about what you're this. saying. It's logical. What you're saying is a thousand percent logical. It's the human element, the same human element that like makes the worst of worst mistakes and makes the smartest of like perceptive like decisions right Mm -hmm. so i think where they fumbled in this particular instance was they did not adopt with i mean they did not adapt to the times which is often the folly of of, of a lot of niche and i say that with all due respect niche uh lanes in the sense that cancel culture is rampant and it is something that just hit a rocket i don't know like when probably around like 2016 2017 but it hit a rocket it was non-existent and boom this is here and i say that to say if you don't adjust your tactics with management and leadership to account for this stuff then you're still operating with an outdated or old mindset so in your head, this can be swept under the rug, like the same mess with Elvis messing with little kids swept under the rug. The same reason we still bump Michael Jackson and his mess got swept under the rug. The same reason all these folks with all these little kids got swept under the rug with all these sex scandals. But not nah, not with Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. You get caught in 4K, literally in cameras now like screenshots screen recording like with stuff being so accessible when you haven't known this for a year you you should have been able to have the awareness that yo this is unlikely to get swept under the rug or it's better to be preemptive than you know try to be redemptive and in their case they're, they're trying to be redemptive and it's too late because you got a group of people that care more about throwing stones mm. than they do about helping you. They fumbled. Mm. 
but but see even keeping it within the the realm of church we all saw what happened with eddie long yeah mm. you're you're not going to sit here and tell me that you have church leaders because come on now like what Maybe you're gonna, too. yeah but you're not going to sit here and tell me that you have all these 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 kids in this in 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 in, in this ministry where they're doing outings with the ministry where they're not noticing certain things the church people especially the older ones are so nosy you're like you can't get away with it bro i try getting away with just small things uh, you you were just sloppy. Small thing. No, no. You know I mean? I'm, 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 I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> look, this I was I used to go to a mega church where those cameras and everything like that. I'm like, I know all cameras, I know what their angles and all that stuff, right? So anything, like not just me. No, I wasn't doing anything stupid, but there, hey, I'm like no 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 no. I know you just trying to hunch on somebody in the corner. Come on, no. No, 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 but, but no, I couldn't get away without someone knowing where I was. Is what I'm saying. Like, like yeah. just, just little things, like small things. But mm-hmm. there'll be other things that would happen in the building where everybody's like, "Oh, what's going on? Like, how, how are these kids getting over here?" You can clearly see what's going on. It's people are always watching, and we're talking about a time where there weren't cameras like that happening in mm-hmm. a church. You see what I'm, I'm saying? Wanna, uh... Go. <laughs> Like, cause I feel what you're saying, but I feel like you're generalizing. Um, because again, like, like we were talking about, like before we started record or before we started like the official show, right? Like, Hmm. like these things, like people are people. Like, like the church is not a monolith. The church has stereotypes because everything has stereotypes, but it's not a monolith. So I can't say that your church moved the same way that mine did, right? Because no. one of my niggas got killed by another dude that like was going to my church, or he like rolling with the same folk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like some of us who was all hanging with them at the same time, we didn't know this stuff was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that yeah. the dude who was like my my uh kung fu teacher or Wing Chun excuse me teacher was like messing with kids, and I didn't know that he had a rap sheet. I'm not because I was allowed to still train under him. I'm not talking about you as a child. I'm talking about the adults because the church that I used to go to, so there was there was a guy that actually, um, I'm let me see how to put this. No, no, he, he was doing this, and I just never knew. There and the adults guy, didn't speak on it. There was a guy that was actually charged with. He he did two sentences: sex crimes with kids, right? And still and allowed to. to- kids in the church he was allowed to be you know this that's what i'm saying like this is this is not this is not this is something that that has been going on for years within the church Mm -hmm. community if we're going to talk about cancel culture (laughs) you see what i'm saying if we're going to talk about it like and actually do it Hold yourself to accountable to to what you're holding this person accountable to when you get busted for knowing that they did this. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm a I'm a I'm a make up a term here. You know, like not so disrespectful. I was gonna say like psychology people do all the time. Uh, no shade. So <laughs> I'm gonna call it misapplied grace. Okay. One of the biggest principles, you know, we definitely taught in Christianity is grace. 
But again, Jesus was hardcore against religion. Mm -hmm. People don't really understand what religion is. And so a lot of these terms have like gone so far from their actual meaning and application. Yeah. And so grace is like, okay, I can show forgiveness and I can also move forward. People be like, hey, you got to forgive and forget. If you didn't forget, then you, no, no that's not true. Mm-hmm. I have a memory and I have a fine functioning memory. I ain't going to forget. I just ain't got to be bound by it. Like, we got to stop doing stuff like that. But stuff like that is religious because people are like, oh, well, if I do this thing, then it's really good. And that's the super application to grace. And it's like, no, it completely takes away the human element. And the problem with that is humans going to be humans. So if we don't correct this right now, we're going to have to deal with it on another level in another way sometime down the road. And the problem is it might be even worse. Yeah. So now you got Just people who didn't up. correct applying logic mm-hmm. to grace. I can show grace and forgive you, but you can't be wrong here no more. I can be honest and open about what took place. And I can tell the public, yo, they did that. But see, people so like gung-ho about not keeping it G because they want to protect Christianity. Like, I can't say that I got this God and I'm singing an airy son that he all powerful and almighty. Then I'm trying to protect him like he's fragile. I ain't praying to nobody that's fragile. But I want to pray to somebody that's fragile for it. Either you believe it or you don't. And if you believe it, you got to operate in it. And so to that same mode, you have to be able to understand that like these people are operating what Jesus described as religion, right? Mm -hmm. And he's Mm -hmm. like, yo, these are my words. These are my teachings. What y'all actions is is something completely different because I ain't said none of that. Y'all put words in my mouth, bro. Mm -hmm. So now when you see something like, okay, we can sweep this under the rug. We can love on this brother. We thought it was going to be handled because if it came out, now it's going to look bad on Christianity and it's going to look bad on the records. And it's like, I mm-hmm. keep it real. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody respects the real, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it shouldn't be one of those things where you feel like you are holier than thou that you can hide your dirt because if you happen to expose your dirt, your cleanliness is so fragile that you can't never get back up. You want clean to begin with? What you doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, who, who's so special that, like, they really can't keep it G all of a sudden? And yeah, because people true. don't think about that, that's when this stuff just unravels completely at the end. Yeah. And it's the human element, the same human element that did not nip it in the bud, and now it has fully blossomed into some crap we can't clean up. But see, that's the thing. Like, you when you make an organization company or whatever you you make them so much money you get that that grace where it's like hey look <laughs> mm-hmm. we know but you know we're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you know yeah like why mm-hmm. like like harvey weinstein hollywood knew oh. what he was doing hollywood bro hollywood knew what he was doing they didn't care. Oh, oh, what about old boy? Uh, uh, I got you even better, man. We some, we some Nickelodeon heads up here. What about old Bruh. boy from Good Burger? Old boy from Good Burger that was the little manager that was doing Amanda show and all that. Footman. Foot all them. 
Straight up foot fetish. He had a foot fetish, which is one of the reasons why Nickelodeon's logo was a foot. And then mm-hmm. there was even a segment on like, what was it like iCarly or whatever, or some one of them shows. My he mind. would have them, and it was supposed to be a joke, right? And he would say, oh, send in pictures of your feet. And it's like, ha, 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 smelly feet, and we can mask it under that. He had a full-fledged foot fetish for kids and was having them send in their pics, hiding under something else. And folks knew he had a foot fetish. Because multiple Nickelodeon stars came out and was like, yo, he said weird things about my feet in person. He said mm-hmm. weird things about my feet looking at playback in pictures. Mm-hmm. He asked me to see pictures of my feet. He had a segment where they asked kids to send pics of their feet in. All this is real. All this is documented. All this is easily available to find on Google. And that's the thing. They try to sweep it under the rug so smooth. They knew. They knew. They ain't stopped him when he was like early on. And he built more money and took like more people under his mm-hmm. little fetish mm-hmm. to like get off under that mess. It was like ban, ban something. I mm-hmm. thought that foot thing on Nickelodeon was weird as a kid. I just mm-hmm. didn't know, like, I didn't know any. Because it's Nickelodeon, like, you see Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon, yeah. and Rocco, and you don't think yeah. about it, You don't right? think about it, exactly. Too many it's cartoons a- had you like, okay, you know, but it was it was the case. Even old girl that, when you mentioned wow. iCarly, old girl that was the, the co-host behind, um, not iCarly, but her, like, her best friend, Sam. That's why her career messed up. Today. Sam and Cat, that's what it was. yeah. That's why her career messed up to this day. She has not been able to recover from it. Yeah, Dan and Schneider. Goes back to the Drake Bell stuff I was telling y'all. Hold on, hold on, just... The same dude the, with Washington football team? Nah, I, I doubt that. Nah, nah not that Dan Schneider. Nah, oh, not that bro, one. Oh, bro, I said, nah. this nigga tripping. Nah, if you remember Good Burger, <laughs> if you remember Good Burger, he's the dude that's the manager. You know what I'm saying? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, okay, that, okay, that, okay. that's the guy we're okay. talking about. Like, okay. he was bro. the one with the foot fetish. Okay. He wow. produced all that stuff and like had a full fetish. So like yeah, old boy right oh, there. He looks like a yeah, never mind. Um like they put it on the sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. <My> bad. <laughs> <laughs> um wow guys. Well, as a Christian artist though, like what is what is this? Do you still cons- like what does this whole thing do for you as a, as an artist within this industry? It's, it's it's really not the first time this has happened. the The thing about it is, it's weird for this side because it seems like an identity issue right now going on on that side. You know, um, from what I've gathered after finding out this information, because the thing about it was, as I told you guys, I hadn't really been in the social media realm lately since this year started. So I've been so detached from social media that when I'm finding out this stuff, I'm like, oh snap, for real? Like, had this been last year, any other year prior, I would have probably known about it right on site just from being on my phone all the time, whatever. I've been so away from my phone, the only time I'm touching it is if I'm like actually either writing music or if I'm like, you know, talking and trying to handle business, but I'm not really on my social media apps, like just frequently like that. I mean, I just got back on, I'll be on for a brief minute, literally like two seconds and get off. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, so when I'm finding out about Gavi, it was like, wait, what happened? Literally all I saw was the statement first. And so when mm-hmm. I'm thinking released, I'm like, okay, 
if someone gets released and I knew how big a deal he was. Oh, he's huge over there. So I was like, released usually means you did something so bad they had no choice. Cause like football and sports and all that, like the 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 um, you know, uh old boy from the Raiders, Gruden, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Like when that happened, you were like, okay something happened for him to just suddenly step down, right? You're like, what happened? Mission was oh, worse. there you go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like, so with this situation, it was just when I found out, I just started going on YouTube, researching like, okay, what the heck happened with Gavi? And then details were coming out. And I'm like, wow. Now, at first in my mind, I'm like, okay, so I didn't know about the these alleged, you know, dick pic thing i didn't know about all of that it was i was hearing a bunch of different things so i'm like is this it like that's why they released them but then as these you know i thought it was just the affair that got him released and i'm like the truth had one of those yeah years ago yeah you know and they say that messed his career up per se that's what they say but i mean he's been doing perfectly fine he still does music still has a ministry people still support him so i don't i didn't understand it so i guess now granted in the truths era social media wasn't really as hardcore though as it is now so in this era where social media is a lot more like open powerful technology is even that much faster it's like right now for me i'm just processing this to take it in and, and listening to thizzle's point of views on it was more like it is a mind over heart issue, you know, like to people who say they really are um, of the faith, you know, regardless of any faith for that matter, um, it, it, it doesn't even matter. Whatever you are, it's like all these religions, all these faiths, people as intellects tend to use that for their mind versus their heart, you know, and it's like, and, you know, and it's like if you it's easy to read the Bible with your mind, but are you reading it with your heart? And it's like in Gavi's case, I don't know really what he was outside of his music. If I I can't say I know him personally. So it's like, I didn't even really follow his music that hard, to be honest, but I knew that he had dope beats, you know, and stuff like that. So it's the thing about it is if I knew him, it would be like, okay, where's your heart at? Are you like actually sorry about what you did were you really a person of god or were you just in the label to make them money as you were mentioning Derek? like was this more so just about money grabs you know and everybody got their different point of views man it's tough right now because it just comes off as a big identity issue of you know thizzle pointed it out as to those saying oh the ogs and all that let christians down he's like no People understand that when you come to this side, it's easier to make money over here than it is on the secular side. Because guess what? Secular side, I got to get my social media followers up. I got to have a whole deal following. I got to go have all these and all that check off the box. Meanwhile, on the Christian side, hmm, I'm talented. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a Christian. See? Jesus. Put Jesus on your song, put God in your song for a little bit. The pastor ain't gonna do a full background check on you. Well, he's all right in our books. Throw him a couple thousand. Point blank, period. 
and it's just off to the races. Quick check, easy. And you can do that and do that and do that and suddenly you're making money with no problem. You know, I had a homeboy tell me about Kent Jones back in the day before he blew up. Talking about he was charging 2000 a show for churches. He wasn't even known like that in Atlanta yet. Then he blew up. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Before he blew up? Before he blew up. So it just goes to... It just goes to show. It just goes I mean, to show. That's why I'm like, you know, a lot of times now you just have artists who are not truly of what they are. So that's why I said it's like, if you fail in a secular setting, if you know you like, oh man, I'm not blowing up to be on a Travis Scott level or whoever you're trying to be like, if you ain't doing it because don't nobody want to follow you, suddenly you say, you know what, let me just go over here on this Christian side. And they get a bunch of artists who still do the things that they do, but they just flip it to try to get famous real quick. When the truth comes out, all of a sudden it's like, dang, so with Gavi, we don't know what he really wants. Was he really a Christian? Nobody knows. Unless you really know him directly, nobody knows where his heart was at. But you know where his mind was at. Chasing after the money. So Time's going to really tell what happens with him in terms of does he bounce back from this? Is he going to be completely blackballed? Who knows? Because, again, this goes with everybody who has been in these same similar situations. I haven't seen anybody rise up from this yet. So time only tells, man. But this, this stuff is out of control right now, man. It just makes you wonder, like, this is why I don't care about fame right now because it's like i'd rather just be low-key minding my business putting out good music to those who like to listen to it and keeping it at that because the more people know about you the more you got pressure in the spotlight where one little thing that may not even have been a big deal you see people pulling back tweets from thousands of years ago (laughs) and all of a sudden making a big deal out of it you know what i mean People will look for a reason just to find something negative about you because they don't think everybody is perfect and nobody is perfect. Everybody makes a mistake, but it's just, it's just those things, man. It's crazy. I, I got to disagree with you there. Christians aren't perfect. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's what everybody's seen to think, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I haven't yeah. found a single one yet, man. I, and that's coming hey. from one right here, but I mean, I get it. I dig it. You're right. Look, apparently after, they are. After I gave my life to Christ, man, I uh became completely perfect. They did a blood test on me once, and it wasn't even blood anymore. It was wine. Like I was surprised. <laughs> like, dang, Jesus really touched me. No, but you know, <laughs> no, but I'm being cynical uh to a lot of people who aren't Christian, and I'm being sarcastic to a lot of people who are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's one of the things I had mentioned earlier is like, you held to a different standard when you put that label on you, because there are a lot of people who are unfamiliar with Christianity, but they have a whole lot of judgment for it. Mm -hmm. And because they don't recognize that Christians are still people who have affixed their lives to a different moral code, they're Mm -hmm. still people. And they have not perfected this code that they said they were going to live their lives through. It's like me being a scientist. Cool. I can know a lot. And science is ever growing and I will never know everything. 
Like, it does not matter how much knowledge I've obtained. I know so little. I mean, you're talking about 7 billion people on the world, like in the world, and there's still literal parts of the world that we have access to that we ain't discovered yet. Mountains and like ocean deep. You know what I mean? Like, also, like, really just interesting side note stuff. I think that was like some dude, um, it was something about like his belly button. Like, he had never washed his belly button. I forgot how they got like access to this. Um, but they found out, like, I know it's super weird, right? But the reason I'm pointing this out is because they said there was a species of bacteria that had never before been discovered. Now, we didn't discover all types of bacteria that's been frozen since the age of dinosaurs, right? All types of bacteria that can break this down, break that down. We've used it for like biochemistry. We've used it to cure ailments. We've like found it so we can like fight sicknesses. And here is somebody walking around every day with just a whole belly button that got some folks I ain't never discovered before. But I swear to God, if y'all ever mix something <laughs> where I have to take some type of medicine out of this nigga's belly button germs, I am going to be lividly pissed. Bro, if you say pen- God, y'all better never make something out of it. Bro, have you ever taken penicillin? I don't. I don't I, it's mold. I can't recall. But it's not grown out of some nigga's <laughs> belly button, bro. Like out of someone's navel. I don't want that. Like oh all man, I'm saying look. is they found this bacteria. And if this like bacteria is like the super cure to like eating COVID viruses or something, like you're gonna be like, hey, it came out of the belly button though. You know how much other stuff come out of places and you don't mind it? Mm. That's why I, I would not know. I'm cool with not knowing. Hey, I, I mean, like, I, that's why I said, don't let know. me find out. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't want to like that. Cool. Don't don't ever let me know that that's I'm, where that came from. You better <laughs> lie. You better lie to me, bro. I swear to God, you hey. better lie to me, man. Hey, so I, I, I will end up dying. <laughs> I am not, not taking that. <laughs> No, I will you, prefer dying over taking that. Is what I'm saying. No, I am that's not. Real. Doing I mean, that. you probably gonna hate the world if I told you that all these, you know, girls that you may have kissed over the course of your life that wore lipstick, what's in lipstick, or if I told uh, you one of the main components in marshmallows, oh, and you up. love you some s'mores. No, <laughs> no I actually or, don't. I actually don't. I oh, don't do you like ice cream? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh stop, if you don't want stop. me to ruin this, I though. said just don't, don't. I said no, just don't tell me. Don't tell me. That's <laughs> but, but, I, but you know what I, I can't tell you. Every day it's delicious. I don't care. Yeah, I don't want to know. Bacteria meat. Oh, I'm about to eat it, bro. It's, it's whatever. Right. See, I, I want that strawberry bacteria, that Neapolitan bacteria, that peach bacteria. I want that raspberry bacteria. Matter of fact, oh, I'm going to take it back to the sip. I want that strawberry bacteria. What you talking about, bro? Uh, Give me all that bacteria. No, 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 no. We playing hungry, hungry bacteria hippos. It's whatever. <laughs> no, let me stop. I'm going Roosters, if you're listening, <laughs> sorry. But, no, but, but back to the main point, though. Um, Effectively, what I'm saying is, like, we are at a point where stuff is, like, literally on us or in us, and we're unfamiliar let alone the whole world that is outside of us that is unfamiliar, right? We can never know everything. And so we also have to look at people the same way that we can't make people so perfect and that people have everything figured out once they fix themselves. Like 
Oh, you're a scientist, so you know everything. No. Oh, you're a Christian, so you're perfect. No. Like, I ain't been a Christian my whole life, or if I was, it doesn't make somebody who's like 18 and they gave their life to Christ like when they were six, you know, the same as somebody who's like 35 and they gave their life to Christ like a day ago. And it's one of those like, somebody who's 35 would naturally have more wisdom than somebody who's 18, even if that person who's 18 been living longer as a Christian. So like, what are we using right now? The fact that they Christian or the fact that they have wisdom? What are we judging understanding on? And that's the whole reason why we have to separate a lot of this and look at the foundation of it all. People are people. They are prone to make mistakes, very gross ones, very terrible ones very sad ones, very dangerous ones. Like, what are we going to do? Because if if that's the case, then we're pretty much no better than the American prison system, which we're a direct model of, clearly, which why we have high recidivism rates, because we care more about punishment than we do about, like, helping people reconcile. Mm. If I send you into a corner and I put you in solitary confinement for 23 hours, you will fix your behavior. No, you're going to go crazy. This is true. Because mm-hmm. of the fact that even though this is a mu- <laughs> music podcast, there's a movie that is ahead of its time from the 90s, apparently, that apparently sucked back in the day to people, but now they appreciate it for modern day because of facts that Chris just spit, ladies and gentlemen. But that's for another day. We'll say that for a realish episode another or something. Day. You know, nonetheless. <laughs> I'll tell but, you yeah, all that, fair, Derek. That, I'll tell that, you all fair. It's an all fair. You know, we on the, you know, we on the line. <laughs> but before I let you guys roll and we give out them socials i got one more final thing to ask y'all to end this on a lighter note guys and ladies i must ask the super bowl halftime show is on this sunday with a mega lineup and i just want to know and ask y'all based off dr dre based off eminem based off snoop dogg kendrick lamar and the queen herself mary j blige i need to ask y'all what do y'all expect to see? What song do you want to hear? What do you, what are you feeling in anticipation of this halftime show? A whole bunch of soft people viewing. Cause There's I would that. love, I would really love to see, uh, no, nah, for real, bro. Like you got to think about the people that you just named. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we really going to see Snoop perform something from doggy style? Probably not. That's exactly as I said, probably not, even though it is clearly not only one of the greatest rap albums of all times, yeah, Snoop's most iconic album. We're not going to hear like, like, we might hear uh Dre do nothing but a G thing because it's got Snoop, right? And everybody feels safe about that, even despite the fact that the word G is gangster and they was really in these streets. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to hear real true. love from Mary. I really want to like hear um uh forgot about Dre because I think mm-hmm. him snapped and him and like bro, him and Dre was like top notch. And let's be real, some of the people were like, oh my god, they're playing that. Like these the same execs that are our age that grew up listening to this and turned out okay. So I don't see why not. I think the safest thing we're going to get is uh, Mary J. They're probably going to make oh, her play uh, whatever it is when she messed up the word soiree and had everybody in the dancery. Yeah. Because <laughs> I really would rather hear real love 
Mm. I, I think I ultimately I'd rather hear real love. Um if we're talking about hits that make people, there's a unqualified word before people. Uh feel safe. Uh my name is my Eminem. And probably nothing but a G thing. You know, G stands for uh good guys. It's all one word. <laughs> <laughs> but a good guys thing, um, family people, and I, I think we can be be happy. Oh, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, and all of his uh, very woke blackness that makes me feel threatened about just walking outside and having to look at society. I would love to hear him do humble. Mm. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty safe. He'll pro- that's probably gonna be for sure the safest. <laughs> <laughs> he, he ain't playing none from uh to pimp a butterfly unless it's gonna be I. Oh, that could be one. I could see that. All right. If if people remember <laughs> that, I if remember. It was a Lucy like, was all around me. Uh, I just wonder if he's gonna play in Good Kid, Mad City. Probably not. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. He he's probably gonna play um Good Kid, Mad City. Because people really do turn up when they say, I hear yeah, 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 man yeah. down. They really yeah. do turn up for that. I, I, just I think that actually might make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I really think that one actually might make it. Uh, all, all cynicism aside. I'm, I'm pretty sure that nothing but a G thing is going to make it. Uh, Snoop is probably going to do Drop It Like It's Hot. They're going to mm. make uh, Mary do that one joint uh, about the, the dancery. And... I think Kendrick is probably going to do Humble. And M is probably going to do... What is M going to do? That's He can't do nothing for music to mur- get murdered by or uh, Kamikaze. You know, I think those actually have some good cuts. I, I, he's probably going to have to do something from... Uh, you better lose yourself in the music the moment. Yeah. Gonna play that because I'll be forgetting how real M is. You got a white dude who was on a song called Real Based off, the <laughs> Based off that intro, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just beep, want beep, to beep, hear. I just want to hear a preview of of what Kendrick is going to drop, and I, that's that's the thing Bro. I don't think we're going to get. But I would love if that actually happened. Because he needs to drop that. Something. That man is gonna fly down in the middle of the <laughs> arena with two eagles on each shoulder, like rocking the kilt <laughs> with some Kanye boots, spitting. Uh, I'm the king of New York and LA at the same time. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Lights gonna like shut off, and you all, you know, you always hear it, and that's what makes it so epic. It's like, Doo. Like lights ain't supposed to make that noise, but they shut off. They gonna make that noise. Or pop yeah. back on. You are gonna see some fireworks. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Sit down. Ah, be humble. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Wait, 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 wait. And then it's just gonna be a whole bunch of like random noises. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's gonna yeah. do like charade and probably walk off. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Real talk. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I'm sorry for anybody that paid attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, what about you? What you thinking? 
I don't know. I, I, I agree with Chris's takes. I don't really have any set expectations. I think the lineup is crazy. I want to wear Chucks and Dickies during the halftime show. That is all. Yes. Hmm. I'm okay. real into it. Man, y'all could have y'all should come out here. Y'all could have stayed with me. We could all went to the Super Bowl. Well, now no, COVID. I live in Atlanta. Well, we all live in this Atlanta. Is not awkward. I don't believe in <laughs> No, I'm saying the Super Bowl. I'm not going to the Super Bowl with, with Oh, I'm like, I gotta yeah. get tested every week, bro. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> My bad. That didn't come out right. <laughs> I, not listen, with COVID, Chris. Listen, I have skipped two Celtics games this year. And you know how how incredibly no, that's real. crazy that is for me to do. I, I keep the blicky on me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this hey, I just want to be clear. This ain't no N95, my guy. Wanna, wanna put that up there for everybody? This is an N100. <laughs> Next Ooh, level flex. Yes, a hundred, a hundred percent everything gets filtered. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got you, bro. I got you, bro. See, that would be yeah, I, you know what? I appreciate that. I appreciate it. <laughs> I got you, bro. Got I you. I got the bubble. I got to protect the bubble and everything. Yeah, man, I do this. The bubble boy suit. We got you. Hey, man. What? There you go. Well, yeah. You know. Fine. I, I know. I know. You know. Y'all staying in a. I mean, y'all could have took a, a flight. To I don't even LA. Know to Atlanta. I, I mean. <laughs> well, I can I tell mean, you from personal knowledge, it's a three-day drive. Yeah, I did drive. I did drive that far. I, I mean, you know. Yeah. LA wouldn't be bad. Yes. LA wouldn't be bad. I mean, I do have to hey. go out there. Yo, yo the weather is nice. nuts this week. It wasn't supposed to, the weather like keeps getting better through the week. Oh, nice. um, I think it was like 78 today. Um, let me see what it's supposed to be. Like tomorrow is supposed to be 81, Wednesday 84, Thursday 86, Friday 88, Saturday 89, Sunday 85. Like all Sunday. It's showing out at this point. It's yeah. showing. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm saying like, y'all should come out here. Meanwhile, in Atlanta, 30. Right. <laughs> oh, it's 30 in the A right now? In the mornings, anyway, yeah. until it decides to, you know. Warm up again. It was like fifty today. It wasn't bad. Yeah, like yeah. fifty, yeah. It's just in the morning. That's yeah. all. Yeah. I, but anyway. I'll, I'll come out there and wear my Celtics jerseys. Hey, now nah, you. Hey, I promise you, bro. It's a whole lot of. There are so many folks from everywhere out here. Like, yeah, I've met too many people from New York. See, see, there you go. Yeah. It's time. Green, man. Hey. Time. I'll I'm just out, saying. We'll, we'll, we'll try to make we'll make that trip. Hey, hey, hey! We we gonna do it, bro. We we gonna slide you. through Roscoe's, man. We gonna yeah. get some fat burger. You know what I'm saying? I do. Want I, I fat think burger is a, a good place. It is a good place. I'm bro, yeah, bro. It's a fat, fat burger at the street from me. Fat burger, In and Out burger. I mean, they all good. In and out, In and Out is straight. I prefer Whataburger though. Yeah, I do too. Whataburger is number number. number. Sure. But people out here don't don't know about that goodness. It, so, you know, so good, bro. I'm sorry, real quick, quick, quick tangent. I know, like y'all from the south, and I spent a solid third of my life in the south. 
Do not say sugar on grits. <laughs> First off, I was not going to say sugar on grits. Okay. <laughs> even though it's the only way I eat my grits. Thank you. I don't even like grits, so. I don't either, but if I got to eat them, I'm putting sugar and butter on them boys. Sugar, butter, and cheese, but I digress. Not a... That's, that's a little Danishy for me. I'm not at that level yet. <laughs> It's like when I, my homeboy, uh, he was like, he like, see, you know, my folks in the South call me C Rob. And he's like, boy, you ain't never C Rob. You ain't never tell you a honey bun. And put a slice of cheese on that boy, put it in the microwave, boop, 30 I, seconds. Mm. I, no, no. No, hold on, hold on. No, that's cheese not, on no, honey buns. No, no, no. Cheese on honey buns is such a big I, thing. I, I did not know because it tastes like a Danish. So it's the same people that typically oh, put cheese in their grits with sugar yeah, because yeah. they like See, the, that's, the, that's y'all's like problem. See, that's I'm a hybrid. Said, that's y'all, I, don't, hybrid. I don't eat those combos. I was going to... That's how you know I'm a hybrid. <laughs> I'm not just hey, a man. Southern guy. How Southern are you? Not that Southern, buddy. Sorry, hey, man. I ain't <laughs> never heard that till tonight. So oh, I've hey. seen it, but it ain't. Mm, you, you've been lighting yourself. I was just gonna tell you the sadness that uh, man, folk out here really be capping for Denny's. For the same face I made. I'm like Denny's. I'm like y'all really. They have no Waffle House in the state of California. Hey man, it's all I know, good. Bro. It, 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 <laughs> I, I I ain't gonna hold you though. In place of Waffle House, some of like the Mexican spots, like the, like bro, they don't speak English. Best Mexican food I've ever had. Like I legit tear it up when I had some chilaquiles a couple of like weeks ago. Like for anybody who follow me on social media, like I hated avocado until that night. Yeah, like <laughs> I like I have like a legit like war against avocado. I like. Don't it's, avocado is like if Gumby came to life in a fruit. I tell you this night, uh, I can't look at it the same again. Something whispered to me, it was like, You can do anything you want to do. Oh, I'm like, That's real, Gumby. So I put a little salt on that boy. I love Gumby. Oh, God. Hey, Gumby. Oh, oh that's, that's my boy. Look, oh, shoot. Anything with this house that you want, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, yeah, anyway, avocado was busting that night. That's it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> you've gotten. Everything you could ever ask in a music podcast on tonight, you've gotten you've gotten science, you've gotten sure. culture, you've gotten food, you've yeah. gotten religion. Usually you... the most diverse episode under any <laughs> OTS show. Yes, it's hey, practically musical science you got hey, tonight, people. You hey, got musical hey. science. Derek, that's your title. Thank you very much. But hey, that's a dope ladies title. and gentlemen. Oh All that God. being said, thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Uh, sure. Coming from the everyday genius himself. Speaking of everyday genius, uh, we'll let the guests go ahead and plug those socials. Go ahead and plug those socials for them good people 
Good sir. It's Tell them about the show. Thing. Yeah, to let y'all know how real this is, uh, music is science. It's all about pitch, which is waves, and it's done in hertz, and you can measure everything using nanometers and millimeters. But anywho, I am Kristen Robinson, Everyday Genius. I have a couple of degrees or whatnot in chemistry. You know what I'm saying? I've worked at NASA. I've worked at a Department of Energy facility. I've done everything from silicon resistors to nanotechnology to cancer medication to bioremediation of water and air pollution quality control. I just want to make stuff simple for everybody because everything wasn't always simple to me. So my show is about taking all of these experiences that I've had, all of the knowledge that I've been blessed to obtain over the years, and pretty much willing it down to something that's really digestible. Because quite frankly, just because I know all that doesn't mean I want to operate on that big of a, like, actually, that's, this is really terrible for my pitch right now. But with that much depth, I like to keep things simple. You feel me? Let's just put it like that. I, I, I really like to keep it simple. Uh, you can think of me as your new age Bill Nye. And if you ain't familiar with Bill Nye, you got me. You feel me? So the slogan, Everyday Genius, is literally made because I believe not only is science accessible to everyone, but everyone is a genius. Everyone just applies it in different ways. And I want you to be able to apply the brand of genius that I use on an everyday level. So you can follow me <laughs> personally on Instagram, should you like to, or Twitter at the number one, the literal numeral one, Chris Rob, C-H-R-I-S-R-O-B. Otherwise, you can follow me on Instagram with Everyday Genius at Everyday Genius 365. I also have my link tree attached where you are able to listen to the podcast on Amazon, Apple, Google, Spotify, and iHeart, as well as watch YouTube. And eventually I'll be coming out with more content while I will keep y'all abreast every day, uh, excuse me, not every day, but weekly or bi-weekly with uh, things that are happening in science around the world. Love it. Such a good pitch. I'm so excited. Such a great pitch. Yes, yes. Let's hear it for the everyday genius, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. That being said, lady of the hour, Miss Queen of Class, tell people where they can find us. Instagram at Nina Soul, Nina with two eyes, Soul, S O L. Links to everything in the bio. Mm, you already know. And of course, it's a little less cringe for you now. I, I see. It's, Every week it gets easier, you it's know. Getting easier but it's a struggle still. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to the hardest working man in show business, you already know I got to plug you, brother, because I feel so sorry for the editing on this video. So, sir, <laughs> tell right. person where to get my shit. <laughs> Bro, yeah, Lee, you trying to take me up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whoa, that was gonna be my last pitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you can uh follow me if you want, Derek underscore OTS D E R R I C K, the black way to spell it. Um, but oh, I, you ain't got I no apostrophe. Prefer, 
Well, <laughs> that is, you know what? <laughs> hey, hey, he thought about that. It was like, oh no. no. I'm gonna have to put an apostrophe. Yeah, but no, I appreciate you. Um, so no. <laughs> Like the, like, like the sign says, <laughs> I would rather you follow the brand itself, OTS. Uh, we have a ton of shows uh, under the brand that cover a vast majority of, of genres from sports, gaming, music, movies, uh, science, TV, uh, fashion. Uh, we will be getting into doing the, the fashion and, and, and gaming shows pretty soon, but uh, just follow us. We have a couple of shows under there go you can check it out on the website otsmediaco.com uh but like the sign says follow at otsmediaco all social media platforms um uh, ots media on youtube uh but like uh the queen so eloquently put link is in the bio so link in bio <laughs> if you ain't get it by now the link is in the bio, in the bio. <laughs> so it's pretty much that quick and simple you just click the link and you'll get to everything you get the whole thing all right just go follow the whole thing all right follow the whole brand. you guys got pure entertainment on the road at home in your job tell siri tell alexa tell them all god dang it tell keisha down the street just tell people to follow the brand and listen to the doggone show because that's what we do around here don't you know but anyway it's your favorite neighborhood mediator your boy Dwayne. follow your boy at Dwayne Davis jr on instagram or yeah you know if you like music and all that jazz follow highlight life h-i-l-i-t-e life on all things all that good stuff twitter instagram but most important, follow the brand, links in the bio. And uh, we didn't held y'all here long enough. So if you're still here, you are truly a champion. That being said, we gonna catch y'all later. That, my friends, is a mic drop. And the ox is officially passed to you. Peace.